0: You're listening to episode 218 of the Fitzpro podcast, and today is an episode I have been wanting to record for at least six months now, just based on me coming back to Instagram from taking six to eight weeks off. And also just my experience in seeing what it did for my one-on-one business clients being on Instagram, just being on Instagram for freaking seven to eight years now, I still believe it is the best place to start an online business. It is the best platform that you can possibly be on for many reasons. Today, I am giving you five reasons why I still think that Instagram is the best place, the best platform for you to start your online business on. So without further ado, Let's dive in. The FitzPro podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs a.k.a. Not Your Average Fitspo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a Fitspo. If you're new here, I specialize in working with online health and fitness professionals who want to build sustainable and profitable online businesses. I am big on you building a business that is cohesive with your life. I think a lot of people end up building businesses that just give them another job and do not allow them to actually have any more freedom. In their life. And so many of us start businesses to create a freedom that we see that maybe other people have or that we fantasize about that we think is contrary to having a nine to five. And you end up just working until 3 a.m. on a Saturday. And that is not ideal and it's not necessary. So if you would like help building your online health and fitness business, check out my free workshop. It's called Your Biz, Your Way Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. Go to anniemiller.co/slash workshop-register. Or you can just go to the show notes and it is always linked there. You may have heard me say recently that I wish that I started YouTube five to seven years ago, but fact remains, it would not have been the best use of my time in that season for my business. So do not get it twisted when I'm getting on YouTube now and going hard in the paint on YouTube. I do not suggest you start there for many, many, many reasons. And I do suggest you start on Instagram like many people, I started my business because I was dependent on it generating revenue for me. So make sure to see this episode through that lens that I started my business because I literally needed to make money. That was the reason. It was not a freaking hobby. It was not a side hustle. It was like, this is my do or die. I've got to make money and I would rather work for myself. I'm dependent on this generating revenue. This is not for fucking funsies. So YouTube, YouTube, was no promise of that. And Instagram was a much quicker route to the income that I wanted. And when I say quick, that's like two and a half years quick. Instagram still is a quicker way to generate revenue and possibly profit, depending on your expenses, as a business owner, as a brand. So yes, absolutely. I believe that with all the social apps that have come and gone or even stuck around, Instagram is the place to be if you have an online service-based business and want to build brand awareness and relationships with your ideal clients and make money, actually build a profit in your business for your brand. So let's just head into those five five seasons, five reasons right away. Reason number one, high frequency posting. This is reps for you, it's brand awareness, it's reps for messaging, it's trial and error with very little downside. It is exposure to trying different approaches and seeing what sticks or doesn't stick. When you look at something that is like YouTube, which to be clear, Instagram is a social platform. YouTube is a search-based platform. So YouTube uses a search algorithm like Google, where some content that was made seven years ago might be the top ranking content. That is not how Instagram works. Instagram is real-time, 24-hour lifespan content. So these are very, very different platforms. On YouTube, you try one thing on one video and have to wait weeks or months to do it again, shift something, to gather more data. On Instagram, it's such a quick feedback loop from your ideal client, from the app, from whatever metric you're looking at. You post something and you have the data immediately. And that is something that is so valuable, I think, when you're starting out, because when you're starting out, you have the least to lose and the most to learn. And so if you can embrace high frequency posting, just pumping out content like rabbits make babies, you are going to learn so quick what works, what doesn't work. You're also going to find what you enjoy making and what you don't enjoy making. You're going to refine your messaging, like I said, and you're in front of your audience every single day, which is number two. So reason number two is daily exposure to your audience. This builds trust And likability expedites that or possibly expedites that trust, which we need before someone is going to pay us that money on YouTube. That takes so long. That takes so long on YouTube. And I only compare these two because people say like, should I get on Instagram or should I be on YouTube? Honestly, the ideal is that you would be on both because they're completely different platforms, but for some reason they get like lumped into the the same thing and maybe it's because they're content based. I don't know, but we want to expedite that trust if making money and building a audience who is ready to purchase from you is the goal. Daily exposure to your audience means that people can directly DM you from your stories. People can comment on your post. You can start these relationships very frequently, and that happens because of high-frequency posting and that daily exposure to your audience in stories. So on Instagram, we have this beautiful marriage of posts where we can provide a lot of value and uh, possibly gain exposure, so very shareable type of content in your posts. And then in your stories, once somebody actually buys in and follows you, They get to see you on the daily. They get to see the behind the scenes. They get to watch you lift. They get to see how you make your plate. Whatever it is that you share on social media, they also get to see the human side of your brand. So there's just this connectivity that takes place in the stories that I think is where we expedite the trust, and the likability. The credibility more so may be coming from your actual posts that might be more like information heavy. So number one was that high frequency posting. Number two was the daily exposure to your audience. That just does not happen on other apps. It might happen, but Instagram does it best. So yes, currently like I think TikTok has some kind of story Obviously Snapchat did, used to, I don't even know if that app still exists. Facebook has it, but Instagram does it best, period. That is not arguable. Reason number three is that consumers are prepared to buy. Consumers are ready to buy from Instagram. They get ads all the time. They're ready to swipe up. They're used to being told to swipe up, click the link, link in the bio. They see sponsored posts. It is not strange, or out of the norm for you to ask for the sale or encourage someone to DM you for more information or for the link to something that is very normal. And especially when you couple that with that daily exposure, people are seeing so much free content from you. Hopefully, again, this assumes that you are actually using Instagram to its full potential. So posting every day being in your stories every day that assumes that you're doing these things, then when you ask for a sale or encourage someone to apply or whatever your ask is, whatever your call to action is, it's sandwiched with so much free daily behind the scenes stuff that it's no big deal if somebody doesn't want to buy from you or if they do want to buy from you, they hop on that opportunity. People are primed to purchase and find products and services that they want to invest in on Instagram. Someone commented on a post that I made the other day and said she's mentioned or launched her one-on-one twice and no one has signed up. Girl, I have so many questions. What does launching look like? Can we define that? What is her offer? What are the details? What is the actual sell? What is her messaging? Who is she speaking to? What is the onboarding process? Do they have to apply? What was the call to action? Like, I, I need to know so many more things than I did X twice and it didn't work. If you don't know these things, if you don't know all the questions I just asked and can't articulate them confidently and clearly to your audience, you will not get sales. And if that's you, you should probably join Fitzboro foundations. If I'm being honest, it's a plug. It's an honest plug. I don't sell the fact that you are going to make X amount of money from Fitzboro. I sell clarity. You are going to get clear as fuck on Your messaging, your offer, your ideal client, your brand identity, what you need in order to run your business. And that's going to be different than Sally's business. That is what you get inside Fitzboro Foundations. Don't believe me? Watch the workshop. Okay. Mentioned at the beginning. Link is in the show notes. Reason number four. It's kind of a piggyback off of number one, actually, but it exposes you as the creator to different forms of mediums of content. So you can kind of find your groove and how you best convey your message. Also how your audience best receives it. But it is rare that on one social app, you have text, graphics, photos, short and long form video, live video, real time video, behind the scenes style of video, high production video. Instead of viewing that as overwhelming because I understand that it can be. View it as an opportunity to try and see. Throw spaghetti at the wall, especially if you are early in business. I follow people who have built entire businesses, highly successful businesses, off the back of Twitter graphics and swipe graphics. I have never seen their face. I've never seen them post a video. Now, They are very, very, very clear. That's like part of their niche, if you will, like their niche of content that they create because they know their messaging so clearly. And that is the best way to share their messaging as in best way for them to share their messaging and best way for their audience to then share that messaging, which again, shareability is a massive benefit of Instagram and people's ability to share and expose your content to other people who otherwise would not see it. That brings me to number five. So number four was just that you have so many options in finding out what type of content you enjoy creating and what type of, what mediums of content make sense for what I call your mother categories. So like, how do you best express part of your philosophy? Is that in text? Is that in video? Does it involve storytelling? How do you best express your methods, your coaching methods? Is that best in a swipe graphic? Do you educate best in swipe graphics? Do that. Don't make a reel if it's best communicated through a swipe graphic. That is my point with number four. Number five is the ability to either go viral, which that's relative, like over 10% of your audience engaging in or sharing your content would be viral and or being shared organically at high volumes and frequency if you are posting at high volumes and frequency best best of luck to anyone attempting to go viral on pinterest or youtube those are both search based platforms to be clear not social platforms even if you go viral on a social platform like tiktok let me know what it does for your actual sale numbers i will stand corrected i will say i am wrong I have had just a lot of friends in the service-based business go viral on TikTok, and their bank account doesn't change much. So who knows the reason for that? I also know people in the product-based businesses who go viral on TikTok and make buko buko bucks. So I think there's something to be said about the service piece versus the product piece on TikTok. Once you have systems in place, You have a much better chance of getting those new followers on Instagram onto a mailing list or even into an offer, a paid offer. It might not be right away. It might take three to nine months, but is that not worth it? Is that not faster than what would happen on something like YouTube? That is the question. And that is, in my opinion, why Instagram is superior when you are starting out. We can always expand later. I currently think even with the algorithms, even with all of the fuckery that you go through as a creator, that it is the best way to organically grow the top of your funnel, the free content piece of your funnel for most health and fitness professionals in the online space, period. I hope that was a helpful episode for you. Give the show five stars, leave a written review wherever you listen, pretty please. It helps me get in front of other people who would not see me unless, you know, I was getting the exposure through all of you being my actual microphone. So I appreciate it when you guys do leave reviews or five stars, it is actually helpful. Thank you very much. Check out my mailing list as usual. Go to anniemiller.co slash news. You have a weekly option, a daily option. There's discounts for podcast listeners. Until next time, I am Annie Miller and thank you so much for tuning into the Fitzpro podcast.